Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, glad to see you back at Cheers. Hope you're... Oh yeah, everybody knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, your statistical fallacies, yeah. as Cliff would say. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, this it is does... a Cliff Clavin one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this does sound like some Cliff Clavin would bring up. Well, you know, the uh, historical significance of the statistical (laughs) fallacy started in the uh, ancient Inca Empire. (laughs) Not many people know. (laughs) Stop it! uh, So we continue down our fallacy journal uh, journey. uh, And uh, yeah, this this has been pretty fun. And here's something I figured out that started to happen. As, as, As we were talking about them, I started to put people you know associate specific people with some of these <laughs> like wait a minute yeah Billy Bill does, does this all the time yeah, does this every time we talk yeah this is his go-to move right here that's right yeah, yeah so so yeah as you're you know as you're listening to this both of you just think about <laughs> yeah yeah who's used this on you yeah yeah and maybe Maybe this, maybe they only, you know, we're, we've got like 200 of these things, uh, but maybe they only have one. Right. right. And it's the one that they just, yeah, they just keep going to the well uh, on this statistical fallacy, right? Or, or on the yeah. the propaganda or avoiding the question. So, and, and we um, consider this series a, a sequel to our series about crucial conversations, you know, that, that this mm-hmm. is, you know, in, in crucial conversations, you're having an argument about something. And if you could get to the heart of what's wrong about your story or their story, what's the mm-hmm. what's the logical fallacy? What's the thing that's just not true? Um, it'll help you, you know, label that and get past that in the conversation. Um, oh yeah. But, but man, I mean, hey, uh, tune in a political speech, watch a commercial, uh, watch watch any sort of video you want to, and you're going to hear these fallacies. So you'll you'll have fun uh, picking these out and realizing how often you basically are told things that are not true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We recommend, you know, printing off your sheet and keeping it handy at all times. Right. That that won't be weird at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, genetic fallacy. (laughs) Check. (laughs) I believe that was a little bit of snob appeal. (laughs) Right. Excellent. (laughs) Yeah. Not. It's a fun game called. uh, Yeah, it's fallacy bingo. A lot lot of people play it. Bingo. Very hip with the kids. Yeah. Once I get three in a row, I quit talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's obvious we're not going to have a meaningful conversation. So (laughs) we can't talk anymore. Yeah. So you stop doing this. (laughs) So today is is the category statistical fallacies. And you'll see why here in a moment. We've covered, uh, you know, the the idea of uh, of propaganda, uh, you know, these sort of appeals to your emotions in, in some form or fashion. And uh, we also talked about avoiding the question, just things we do that are, you know, red herrings in some sense of the word. And uh, now we're going to talk about uh, a category that's a little more uh, about uh, the comparison between things and, and how that comparison is probably not accurate. So you'll see as we go here. Um, the first one being hasty generalizations. Uh, so the hasty generalization is when you make an argument based on a really small sample, Right. Um, a, a, a poor or small sample of a group. Uh, so I see this 
a lot, Mike. I've I've given a couple. I mean, gosh, we could talk for a day and a half on each of these. Um, we can't have an employee team. There's no way we can get you know a member from each department to show up in a room. Um, ours became a gripe session. When we did that, it was a gripe session. So we can't have that anymore. No more gripe mm -hmm. sessions. We're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, and the, the fallacy is that all employee, cross-functional employee dreams are gripe sessions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Almost goes without saying. Right. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> right. It's so obvious. There's your sign, right? There's your sign that yeah. you got an issue. Yeah. yeah. You get people from different departments together. The only thing they can ever do would just be to gripe about stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Now that's that's probably incorrect. You know, there yeah. might be other things that we could find value in them getting together besides griping. Well, I think and on this they one, might we want might want to do besides griping. Yeah, I think on this one, we might even be able to use the term. I think that might be a hasty generalization. Oh, exactly. Yeah, You'll yeah, see yeah, a this lot one's... of parallels here. A lot yeah, of overlap. Yeah, the, the rest of them, yeah, don't ever use the term. Uh, but yeah, this one, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of, yeah, it's not a smack upside the head, but yeah, it's like, uh, it kind of fits, you know, the conversation. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, I, like, I like your other examples. Yeah. Millennials are lazy. We hired two and they didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the issue there is, you know, why didn't they work? Right. Maybe there was a, a, a deficit to your leadership style. Maybe uh, they were two people and you didn't talk to the 5 million other, you know, uh, millennials out there uh, who actually do work, but um, you've made a hasty generalization based on your small experience. And you're going to let that rule the day and and that's you, you are mm -hmm. you are not thinking correctly when you do that hurting right. yourself and, and these could be maybe even stereotypes yeah yeah you know you know i've met three people from canada and all of them are nice right <laughs> you know everyone in canada is nice i've met right. three of them <laughs> yeah it's like no no they 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 have serial killers yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they have crime yeah they do have a police force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's cool, there for a reason. Yeah, with cool hats. Boots. <laughs> the, uh, all right. So the next one is uh, the weak analogy. Yeah, the weak analogy. So two things are similar in some way. That's kind of a, a small, you know, uh, side issue, and because of that, they must be similar in really, really big ways. Uh, so uh, an example. Uh, that I gave, uh, you know, he'll be a great employee. He looks just like one of our star salesmen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll be a great religious leader because he has pastor hair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Once you, once you have that evangelical hair, you know, and the that goatee. The, yeah. Yeah. You know, the Lord is working through that guy right. <laughs> right, because he gave him the great hair. And, and there's one that we would not say out loud, right? You'd never, you'd never say that and really, really like mean it, right? But we might think it, right? Like, like that might be subconsciously mm -hmm. something that we're going, he does have great hair. He's just going to be a great leader. Not yeah. true, right? That those two things don't have anything to do with each other. So you, you can't say what's, what's uh, uh, similar in a small way makes them similar in a big way. That's oh, the yeah. weak analogy. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching this, this TV program on con artists and stuff like that. And that was something that I noticed was they all had the similar like appearance. They were, huh. you know, they just, you know, they look like, like leaders and man's man's and you, you, you know, and it's like, 
I think that might help them. Uh, right, if, I, if, I've, if I've got the appearance, then people automatically give me, uh, you know, that, you know, thinking, oh, you know, he looks like he knows what he's talking about. I'm sure he does. Uh, yeah. Boy, we, we could go down a trail here, you know, uh, the, the, how you dress, how you look. I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of parallels to how people get paid and all sorts of things. Right. Mm -hmm. So we know this shows up subconsciously. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Mr. Latin guy, what's the next one? Well, let me butcher it for you. Uh, I believe it's post hoc ergo propter hoc is how you'll often hear it said. And, it, and it's basically a phrase. Oh, I've often heard it said that. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Now, since you said that, you yeah, know where you might have heard it? up so often. It's, it's just like carpe diem. Uh, you know, they're just, yeah, carpe diem and post hoc ergo propter hoc, you know, just just similar in, in usage in the American vernacular. Look, are, are you an Aaron Sorkin fan? <laughs> he used no. it in, is, is Aaron, Aaron Sorkin did West Wing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. West Wing. There's an episode of West Wing that has a scene where they talk about this and it's, a you know, in fact, I'm going to link to it. I'm sure there's a YouTube clip <laughs> of it somewhere. Um, but, but the idea is that it's a Latin phrase that means after this, uh, therefore, because of this. In other words, something happened after we did xyz and they must be related they must be the cause mm -hmm. uh so um you know i um uh, I've, I've had discussions like this before you know we we can't do another employee lunch we had two people quit after the last one. Oh yeah well you know maybe they quit for reasons besides the lunch the lunch itself is not the reason that these two people quit Mm -hmm. and so so if you you know correlation is not the same thing as causation i believe is the way the statistics people put it right well thank you dan edgar the uh oh, yeah. i'm gonna send him this episode oh yeah well he taught me that yeah yeah the uh so yeah you're right yeah everybody who we've put through our formal orientation uh, has quit the company within two months right well we obviously it's it's clear that we need to get rid of the formal orientation yeah yeah, yeah. exactly yeah but that uh, can't be true right there might be a million other things going on uh mm -hmm. that that would have caused that uh problem oh yeah yeah everybody we've hired that drives a minivan right has poor grammar skills <laughs> that's a good one what <laughs> no no this, they're not they're not connected <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you the next one that we're going to cover. The, the last one, as a matter of fact, the, the statistical fallacies, there's just the four. Um, this one has cost, um, I'm going to say for just the clients that I've called on over the years, I bet you this one has cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm hmm. just going to tell you, I think it's it's been that expensive to them. Proof by lack of evidence. So hmm. it, what we're basically doing here is we're claiming that something is true because there hasn't been any evidence against it wow okay claim that it's true because there's nothing that says that what we claimed isn't true um and i have heard i'm gonna i'm gonna give you two sentences and i'm gonna tell you i heard them and i'm gonna say roughly 20 different car dealerships in the early 2000s oh yeah and uh here are the two sentences our internet traffic is mainly kids playing around I haven't seen any proof to the contrary. It's oh, just yeah. kids. We need to ignore this whole thing. Let's just forget it. 
just forget it. It's just that the whole thing's a boondoggle. Oh, yeah. Cost, cost easily hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's no way, especially if it was a nice car, if it was a sporty car. Right. Yeah, yeah. All our Mustang leads are just young kids, you know, dreaming, poking around. Yeah. Every time we call one, it's just a kid. Yeah. Yeah, we've, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, nobody buys a, you know, nobody online buys Mustangs. Yeah. Really? I had that conversation <laughs> about five years steady. Oh, yeah. A lot of stores. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one. It was right after uh, Al Gore invented the internet <laughs> and, and Ari Lawson taught us how to use it. Uh, that, that, Ari wasn't Lawson. That, wasn't that his name? <laughs> Are you talking about uh, DR? DR uh, Lawson. DR Rawson. DR Rawson, yeah. <laughs> Was Ari Lawson. That's even better. Yeah, that was close. He was a thought partner. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we had this opportunity to to yeah dispel all the myths around, and there were worse worse myths. Yeah, right. And we both knew a guy that both pulled us aside at some point and told us Satan lives on the internet. Yes, yes. I'm like, yeah, there was a definite lack of proof. Right. Uh, but uh, this person, in order to not engage with this new medium, came up with this this statistical fallacy that everything on the internet was the work of Satan. Therefore, we shouldn't go there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was why you know Nixon was such a, a shock to people, or up sorry, Nixon Reagan was such a shock to a lot of people. Um, I can't remember who was the author, but he um, he he had uh, one of his reporter friends say, "I can't believe Reagan won." I didn't know a single person who voted for Reagan, you know, in their head, you know, they, they, and I'm not trying to be political here, but you know, they're in their circle and their sphere, there was no evidence to the contrary. So how in the world could he win? Well, but if you looked at the data, if you looked at the, at the polling, you might've come to some other conclusions. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, don't, don't do that. These are all statistical fallacies. You, you're, mm -hmm. you're pulling some data that is not actual data because you're making comparisons that, that really aren't there. Uh, uh, making cause and effect statements that really aren't there oh yeah yeah well i think the theme here is uh, your sample size is too small yeah yeah uh, so you got you got too few examples you got too small a sample size uh, and and so to to use this as as a legitimate fallacy as a legitimate argument uh is just not going to hold up it might point us in a direction all right well so let's go investigate that yeah, let's, exactly. Let's, let's prove this to be, you know, either the reality or not the reality. Well, and, and doesn't that honor the point of crucial conversations? Like, let's go actually learn and seek to understand instead of to just go make an argument, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so, so do that. Go learn. Be curious and and find out what's really going on instead of just stopping at the surface level of saying, "Well, we made a blanket argument. It's probably true. Let's keep on moving." Oh, yeah. And I think the person using these is hoping you will give up. Yeah. And you'll just take it at face value. Well, yeah, you know, I guess, you know, I guess all millennials are lazy. <laughs> you're, you're right. All right. So we'll never hire anybody under the age of 55. Uh, you know, just to avoid it completely. Uh, you know, so so yeah, there is some 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 hope. Uh, that yeah. yeah you'll you'll tacitly agree uh, right or and just, sometimes it's we're lying to ourselves right like we'd yeah. like to just believe this you know? yeah i'd like it makes, to it makes life it. easier for us yeah 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 my favorite yeah these young people don't want to work really have you been to chick-fil-a <laughs> right 
There's 30 young people just killing themselves in that place. <laughs> all right, all right. All young people except those in Chick-fil-A don't want to work. <laughs> it's like, no, no, you can't, you can't change it. Yeah, they, the, the local Chick-fil-A found the 30 good ones. The rest are trash. Yeah, just absolute yeah. garbage. Yeah. yeah. This is a town of 1.5 million people. <laughs> There's only 30 good young people and they got them all. It's like, uh, yeah. So some of these are uh are fun to shoot down right yeah. but the the key here is not to let them take you off track for the the the, the primary conversation that you're, you're wanting to have that's right that's right how did you arrive at this conclusion that's often the question that will help you unpack a lot of these fallacies and and get to the heart back to the heart of, of what's really going on so all right cool well let's hear from the most popular voiceover announcer in america that I know, uh, Mr. John Wolf. Take it away, John. So go ahead and tweet that or share it any other way you want. As always, there are no rights reserved, no trademarks, no copyrights. Share it if you want to. And join us next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. That's good enough.